Even though, as of the release of this podcast, Christmas is over, for many of you, the holiday season will still go on for a while. And although it's a lot of fun, it can also add a lot of stress to your life. You're eating all of the food you normally try to limit during the year, drinking a little or a lot more than you usually do, and then being surrounded by people 24-7. And so in today's episode, we're going to give you five tips on how you can keep yourself feeling great this holiday season. These are five simple hacks that allow you to enjoy the holiday treats and festivities without sacrificing your health. We hope you enjoy it. Let's dive right in. Hi, I'm Vicky. And I'm Lauren. And you're listening to Two Moms and a Mic. A weekly podcast where we chat about our experience as relatively new parents trying to make it in this busy modern world. We talk about the struggles and joys that come with parenting, and we also focus on the impact this can have on our mind and body. As moms, we all want the same things, right? We want to be happy, to be healthy, and to raise our kids to be the same way. So the goal of this podcast is to bring you helpful tips and information to make this happen. So join us in the quest to improve your overall health and happiness levels just a little bit each day, whilst juggling being a mom, of course. We're all fumbling through this together. Let's do it. All right, Jones. So today I had one idea for the podcast and then it changed into another idea because even though I've covered it on one of my previous podcast episodes, I wanted to go at it again. We've got a few listeners now and I wanted to talk about like how to keep it together during Christmas, Mm. how to keep on top of our health and not like be strict with ourselves and not get you know, ridiculous about it. How do we, how do we enjoy all the food and the drink and the everything, but then still feel good? Because I don't know about you, but when I eat all of this food, all the sugar and all of that, when, when I do these things, I don't feel good anymore. And Mm. so it's like, how do you, how do you balance it? So like, you still get to enjoy the stuff, but then, um, make sure that you are still feeling good and still keeping up with, All of this stuff that you've worked so hard through the rest of the year to keep, you know, to do. So what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I'm actually really glad we're touching on this again because I haven't had a chance to listen to your previous podcast about keeping healthy during the holidays. And Lord knows I need those tips because I feel like I've sort of derailed a little bit uh, this December. I, I obviously have been generally a lot more healthy this year. And thought that I could sort of like tackle the season without any any hiccups to that. I managed a South African trip without, I don't think I even had one fling or one ghost pop. I I mean, I, I, I really enjoyed the South African food, but I didn't have that, that um, all of the treats that I used to love, like knickknacks mm. and things that weren't, they just don't serve me well. So I just kind of avoided them and I actually felt fine doing that. And I thought, well, if I can get through a trip to South Africa without caving, I can do the festive season. And the issue with the festive season is it's just so long and it's so relentless and there's so much going on and you are permanently faced with like, I wouldn't say temptation because that makes it sound like like something we can't have and we can have whatever we want, but just in moderation. But because it's so readily available all the time, it's, it's harder to put up that wall and, and to, and to bring discipline into it, you know, 
normally you're not faced with um, mince pies and uh, whatever, dips and chips and party food and booze twice a day, every day. And now we're in the thick of it. I mean, I feel like we have Christmas carols and Christmas parties and get together with with mates and stuff going on all the time. It's just like endless, which is lovely. It's great, but it's busy. And the tired, the more tired you get, the harder it is to kind of make good choices for yourself in these situations. Yeah, well, that ties into all of that stuff we know about nutrition now, right? That the the you just said it. The more tired you get the more you crave these kind of foods. My God, I'm like a locust. It's fast energy. <laughs> yeah, I'm like an actual <laughs> locust when I'm tired. I go into the kitchen and I'm just like, <sighs> any carbohydrate I can get my hand on, I will just <laughs> smash it in a heartbeat. I can't, I actually don't know how to stop myself when I'm that tired. Like everyone, when I, when I first had, when I had Harry and they were like, oh, you know, you're breastfeeding and everything, the baby weight will just drop off you. Not that it was something I was terribly (laughs) concerned about, but it was the opposite for me because I was so shattered that all I was doing was just eating any sort of, uh, heavy carbohydrate I could get my hands on. I mean, you'll find me in situations like that. You'll find me in the, in the fridge looking for just, you know, cold rice. (laughs) I mean, but that's a bit better. (laughs) <laughs> nothing <laughs> but it's just my my point like because I try and not keep other things in the house so it's like but I'm the same I will because if if there if there's a bag of chips anywhere in my house it I mean you know there's some people who can have chips in their cupboard and they just I've got a bag of chips people, in my cupboard for, for when people come around taunting for me. when people come around like you yeah. I can't do that I can't do that we don't if people are coming around we go to the shop to get chips he's as bad as me though so i like to i like to push myself um out of my comfort zone and keep chips in the house (laughs) (laughs) see how much willpower do i have to waste today i know i know (laughs) Um, that's so funny but yeah at least at least you're reaching for rice i'm reaching for like mac and cheese and no um, no no the point is i'm reaching for rice because i've got nothing else there but it just shows like i will go for the rice before i go for i don't know whatever protein chicken any anything else and Mm. and that's exactly what i mean one of these hacks i'm going to talk about later but we may as well get into it now is prioritizing protein I guess the number one thing you can do because for so many reasons, but the biggest one is that it satiates you. So mm. if you, and I mean, we know all the benefits of protein, not going to get into all of that now, but if you say you've got, you've got a Christmas party coming up later on, right? There's going to be tons of tempting food. So one thing that you can do to kind of help yourself and you still get to eat all that food, but help yourself by eating a portion of protein, like 30 grams of protein, whatever it can be, chicken or whatever you've got around, eat that before you go. Mm. That way, when you get to the party, you're not, you're not starving. You, you're not famished. So you're not going to just attack the buffet board. <laughs> yeah. You're just going to, you're, you're going to see the things and then you're going to, you, you don't have that much space left. So you're going to really be picky with what you choose. Yeah, it's kind of like the same tactic as going shopping. Sorry, the same tactic as going shopping when you're hungry. You go into the shop and just fill your your trolley with like absolutely everything delicious and not really anything nutritious. 
exactly the same topic and that goes for like throughout the whole christmas season or holiday season um anytime you've got a party or a, even a, even a party where you're not worried about the food but you're worried you might drink too much mm. eat a good sizable portion of protein before mm. and it's just going to help with so much i mean it's not going to do much for a hangover but um it's going to help a lot with overconsumption of things. yeah true true um and maybe also before you if you're going to a, a boozy party maybe try and see how far you can go without booze until you get to a point where you feel like you kind of must have the booze like whether it's with dinner or something normally the pressure kind of starts when you know you're sitting down to dinner and the red wine comes out or something but beforehand try and have like an alcohol-free alternative maybe like a like a not like a spritzer or a mocktail they're huge yeah, a mocktail. these days yeah. yeah. Um, and, I find um, that kind of helps. Other... So it, it fills up my tummy with the liquid. So I can't, it's like one less drink that I can maybe fit in. It's, a, it's amazing the links we'll go to. <laughs> so that that is <laughs> that is one of the other hacks I've got here, right? Um, I wanted to talk about when you're drinking. So you've just made a really good point there. Start a little bit later. Um, another thing you can do is for every drink you have, have one glass of water but more than a water have the electrolytes mm, those yeah. are such a game changer with alcohol um having electrolytes and if you don't have electrolytes um you can just do some high quality sea salt yeah in, in some water which doesn't taste amazing but i found like sparkling water a little bit of sea salt and a little bit of lime it's Ooh. it does it's, it's really good it's Delish. really easy Exactly. Um, <clears throat> the electrolytes are a real game changer. I had those in South Africa. Not that it was a big party week weekend or anything, yeah. but we did have a bit of wine every now and then. And even if I have two glasses of wine now, I'll feel it the next day. It'll impact my sleep for sure, but I'll also feel it the next day. Um, mm. And having the electrolytes in between the wine and also having electrolytes the day of that I knew I was going to have some wine. We were going to a wine farm. I knew we were going to have some wine. So that day I drank electrolytes throughout the day. Had had a bottle with me that I kind of sipped on in between the wine and then afterwards made sure I had some more before I went to bed. And I, I woke up feeling so much better. I didn't have a headache. Um, so it definitely goes a long way to keep you hydrated, which is what alcohol, in, alcohol dehydrates you, right? And that's where all the yeah. horrible headachey symptoms come from. And, and just with that, water is, just plain water is a good option if you've got nothing else. But mm. um, just plain water, if you drink too much of that, that can also cause you problems. So you've got to have the okay. electrolytes in it. Um, and then another thing that is really good with, both with alcohol and with consuming all of these um, all of these foods is to have charcoal tablets. Do you do you take charcoal tablets? Do you know about this? Um, I did you... have some on the go at one point, um, but then I, I remember reading something negative about it and I stopped taking it, but I can't for the life of me think of what it was, but it might've had something to do with like it being counterproductive to thyroid function or something. I don't know, but I, I remember mm -hmm. thinking, okay, maybe I shouldn't be taking these. But I didn't, as I always, I didn't that. really look into it much further than that. I, I, I'm super not, um, <laughs> I, we're, the, we're the opposite there. You're the researcher, 
I'm I'm the impulse person. Hence the retinol raccoon burns on my face. Yeah. So where did you hear about this? What was this supposed to do for you? No. Well, retinol. Everyone bangs on about retinol and how it's supposed to be anti-aging. And I thought, well, I'm looking pretty haggard and witch-like. So let me see what I what I can do for myself. What are some quick hacks? And one of the top things was retinol. So I just type in retinol purchase. Didn't research, didn't look into oh, how, no. much I, how much I should be using or how much I should be starting off with. Apparently, you've got to build build up your resistance to it or something. So you start at like 0.1% and then you move up. And I now I like started on 1% or something. So <laughs> I put it directly onto my face and I was like, oh, that stings a bit, but I'm sure it's doing what it needs to do. Good night. <laughs> Went to sleep. Woke up with like these horrible flaky red sore patches around my eyes I went for a run just now and there was sun and I had to actually like hide from the sun because the sunshine this just was sounds burning like my face worst idea ever <laughs> worst idea worst idea this proves why I need you and why we need to have these conversations because so, I need to learn from you please so help have me. you heard have you have you heard of sleep and collagen. <laughs> these, these two go a long way in anti-aging. <laughs> I have. I have. Burning your collagen, face. The idea of collagen. Little creme brulee yeah. under the eyes. <laughs> yeah, look, I've learned my lesson. The, the retinol is currently sitting in the bin. And it was a big waste of money. And I feel like a moron. And I look like a raccoon. But, you know, it's Christmas. Everyone will just think I've got rosy cheeks from too much booze. And get away yeah. with us. Although it's awkward at drop True. off at nine o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. So, um, okay, oh, where, where were we? Where were we? On the hacks. On the hacks. So, um, another one. Are you are you having family over for Christmas? Or are you going to someone's house? What's the deal? What are you doing Christmas Day? Is it like a we big going to family going event? To, Is it? We going to family for Christmas. Um, okay. and it is quite a big family event. Um, there'll be quite a few people there, but thankfully, um, my sister-in-law who's hosting is also very health conscious and, and doesn't like dishing out too much sugar to the kids and stuff. So we aligned in that, in that way. So the, the snacks and all of that won't be too atrocious, thankfully. <laughs> so, well, and we'll be sharing this... all of the cooking responsibilities and all of that. So I can, I can sort of manage it. It's just the alcohol part that I'm probably wor more worried yeah. about with with my family. <laughs> so this this hack has actually nothing to do with food. This hack is about when, because generally over this time, there's a lot of family gatherings or friend gatherings or whatever, mm. right? Mm. There's a lot of people in your space or you're in someone else's space and so you might be staying with your in-laws or whatever it is. Yeah. And so this hack is to find the space find the time to be alone and not talking mm. like, you know, disappearing for an afternoon, but finding 10 minutes here and there. If it's um, an extra long shower or if it's, you know, you steal 10 minutes um, after you've put the kids to bed, you just go and sit alone for 10 minutes and read a book, something like that. And it's going to go such a long way to your state of mind because mm. I don't know about you but always these family gatherings and that it brings it brings out a different side in every because everyone's tired everyone's yeah. drinking <laughs> it brings out like these you're also you're also parenting in front of other people and there's yes. always like 
not that my 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 family that I'll be sc- spending Christmas with would would judge in any way, but like the you're always surrounded by friends and family over this time, and you yeah, there's like this added pressure for everything to kind of run yeah. smoothly, and and it's it's a chaotic time, and the kids normally behave the opposite that you know you that you're hoping they will. And then you've got to deal with the judgment of that. And, oh, yeah, there's a lot of pressure around the season. And also just continual socializing is is exhausting for everyone. Yeah, it's exhausting. And it normally, like, those situations when it's been the tension can be building and then someone has one too many drinks and one comment is made, you know, it can make you, you can either be the kind of person who confronts it and um, it leads to a big argument or you the kind of person who just holds it in, but you end up leaving feeling not so good about the whole mm-hmm. holiday and it leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Mm. So this finding little pockets of time throughout the days and the evenings just to go and you know, be you. Five minutes, yeah. ten minutes. It's gonna go a really long way. Um, yeah, that's a great yeah. tip. That is, it. we do, we do tend to get caught up in everything, whether it's the prepping for when you're having friends around or going out or getting the kids ready to go, and then being there with your friends and family. And it's very hard to make the space to just have a breather. And I and I didn't even really think about that. So that's a great great tip going into this. Because think about it also over the Christmas time. Okay. So you're also, you're doing a lot of things for other people, which is great. That's what it's about, right? Mm. It's about that. Mm. But then don't forget about yourself. Don't forget about taking care of yourself, making time to prioritize the protein, making time to, you know, um, spend time alone and just do these things for you so that it, I don't know. Yeah, it just it just brings everything together, I think. Yeah, true. Um, I, I have been trying to go for a run every now and then, but actually, and, and I enjoy running, but I feel like your body is kind of in a bit of state of stress while you are exercising. So as as beneficial as it is, and you get all of those endorphins and everything, you get the fresh air and all of that, I find that on top of that, I still need to have my sort of like alone time that's downtime, yeah. whether that's like just getting into the bath for 10 minutes after the boys have bathed or something like that, just to be quiet and be still. There's so much to be said for being still and like resetting your nervous system and everything when you are still and quiet. Yeah. Yeah. The quiet, it really helps because it's just been, you know, years of noise since having kids. Years of noise. It's like I'm living with two (laughs) ape buffoons. They are so loud. (laughs) Yeah, my little foghorns are yeah, not they that are far off. We've had to horns. start enforcing this inside voice thing. Yeah. Oh, I didn't um, use that. It just, oh, it's just become, it's become too much. And they're so squeaky also. I bet the boys oh, mine are, are like, just as squeaky. Mine are like dinosaurs. They're so loud <laughs> and their voices are so rough Squawky. and like, like deep. Not deep, not like man deep, but no squeakiness. It's like, ah, no, ah, ah. Oh, no, we got a oh. lot, of, lot of squeaking. So, hack number four. Are you ready for it? Yes. You're not, you're not going to like it. Oh, God. Maybe you'll it? like it. I don't think you'll like it. Okay. No one likes this one. Mm. <laughs> Even Should I, guess? It makes I try to guess difference. what it is? Go ahead. Um, is it... Uh, hey, wait, I'll give you a hint. It also doesn't have to do with eating or drinking. Is it something to do with sleep? 
Mm. Okay, I know what it is then. It's the um, prioritizing your sleep and trying to keep your uh, bedtime routine the same. <laughs> you, my you worst. know me. My absolute worst one. <laughs> It is the worst, but it makes such a difference. I can see myself. I mean, even though I say these things and I know what the right things to do to feel good are, I do them maybe, you know, 70% of the time. I I don't think anyone does this 100%, but just knowing it. So if you you are feeling really bad, just knowing what you can do to help yourself out, to get a little bit more energy, things like that. Mm -hmm. So this one is really, it's, about keeping a similar sleep schedule, waking up and going to bed at similar times. And mm-hmm. the reason behind that is when every time you stay up really late or have a big long lion, it's kind of like a mini jet lag for your body. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's, it's messing with your circadian rhythm. So everything will be a little bit off. And it'll affect the next night's sleep also. Um, it's very yeah. unfortunate. I wish it I wasn't like this. I have felt that <laughs> a lot over the last couple of weeks. I felt so off. And I thought, like, yeah, I'm eating a bit a bit more unhealthily than I normally would. Um, maybe I'm having a bit more Prosecco than I would normally have. But it didn't feel like I was completely out of control in that area of my life. But because you're out a bit more, um, you're getting home a bit later, everything shifts. And then my kids were also, when they were sick, they weren't sleeping. So I was getting to bed later, waking up in, in the night, and then you're up early or I'd, or Gordon would leave me to have a lion because I had a terrible night. And I was just so off with obviously my circadian rhythm, which, yeah, yeah I, for me, it's a difficult one because it means that my social life and stuff has to, I have to really consider where I'm, what events I'm going to go to and stuff because when you're when you're living in like these big cities like London or whatever, well, not that I'm going out in central London, but just to get anywhere it takes quite a long time. Yeah. So you've got to factor in your commute to get to a place and your commute to get home, as well as the socialising and and at the same time consider your bedtime. It's so tricky. <laughs> yeah. So I I would say there that um, yeah, it, what I said in the beginning was that even though I know this. I don't do this 100% of the time, yeah. but I know that if I'm starting to feel worn out, I'm starting to feel run down, I'm starting to feel all of these things and I'm irritable and all of that, the, the first thing I go to is my sleep. Yeah. I check, I check that first um, because mm. it has the biggest impact on everything else. Um, it's also a great stress reliever and all of that. I mean, I don't want to get into sleep No, now. We, no it's so important, right? The most important thing... Go, yeah it really is um it's just so hard to get right especially as you say when you're out of the routine a little bit then to get back into the routine uh can take a bit of patience and a bit of uh practice you know um so yeah it's a tricky one but a worthwhile one yeah the last thing i want to say there is something that i forgot about while we were talking about alcohol and mm-hmm. it's it's also something that no one really likes to hear, except this has made such a big difference for me. You have your last drink at least an hour before you go to sleep. That way it works its way out of your system 
it really helps with the hangovers, it helps with your quality of sleep, helps with everything, even if it's really late. Now I'm kind of contradicting, but if you have a big night, a big party, you're staying up late anyways, it's better to wait an hour after your last drink to go to bed than it is to go straight to bed. After having a few drinks, we're not talking about a glass or two of wine, but if you've yeah. you know, had a big, big party or whatever, it's better to wait that hour than it is to go straight to bed um, right and, after. And would that include like, like, so say you stop drinking and then you get offered a cup of tea or, or like a, like a herbal tea or something no, like no, that. That's would fine. You... That's fine. Just alcohol. Oh, okay. Okay. Just the alcohol after the last alcoholic drink. Because um, I heard a rule, the three three part rule or something once when it comes to sleep that you should stop eating three hours before bed, stop drinking mm -hmm. two hours before bed and get off your phone and screen one hour before bed or something. I mean, obviously it's not scientifically proven, but it's like just a clever way to kind of like get an idea of timelines and what you should be doing and when you should be slowing things down. I've heard the same three to one, except it's three hours eating, no eating two hours no working so you calm your brain down and then one hour no screen time oh that's um, good yeah so i don't know some like the the drinking i can see how any beverage before interrupts because it wakes you up because you need to pee but yeah we're talking about we're not talking about every single night we're just talking about a night that you're going to have a lot one of drinking. party you're having a, a party mm -hmm. just give an hour between your last alcoholic beverage and sleep. And another good tip you gave me when I went to South Africa was to get my hands on a quality um, vitamin C and vitamin D drops to take. Just, I mean, I think that was for particularly for the flying because obviously I was going to be in an aeroplane and there'd be viruses floating around or whatever. Yeah, it's for, to try and for keep your immune from system getting sick. more than anything. Yeah. Yeah, but I just thought that and that might also apply during the season when we are so susceptible to getting sick and also, t you know, we're just more tired than usual and everything. Maybe it's good to invest in a sort of quality vitamin to keep you boosted while you're not getting it through food, maybe as you much as what, you normally Jones? would. That's a great tip um, for our first episode that's already been released. Why didn't you bring that up earlier? <laughs> On the episode we did about about uh, sickness. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up now. Traps. Hope you all found this useful. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just quickly slot it in. So we are going to wrap this one up right right about there. Okay. Um, is there anything else you want to add? either for this episode or for past episodes that you, you want to slot in? No, I don't think so. We've covered all of the hacks, haven't we? Yeah, so there were just, just those four, really. It was okay. to prioritize protein, drink electrolytes or water with a dash of salt, yeah. um, and then to find some alone time when you're surrounded by people, find some quiet time for yourself, mm -hmm. and then try and keep the same or some similar sleep schedule. Okay. Oh, and then Perfect. it turned into five because with the alcohol, we said also to give one hour before your last drink. Yeah. yeah, and to try and maybe delay your drinking a little bit later into the evening. So instead of like arriving somewhere and just diving straight into the red wine, maybe have a, like a cheeky little soda water and something else, lime juice or something, and see how long you can get away with not having alcohol until you absolutely have to. You know what? Let's all start experimenting with mocktails. You got any good recipes? Please. I share already them. have this. 
This is yeah. probably, I mean, it's not the greatest because it's got some sugar in it, but it's my treat to myself. And I have it with soda got water. Some sugar in it. And I'm, I'm just... sure. I'm sure every single alcohol has is made out <laughs> no, of sugar. No, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So it's just a kind of. I just put a little splash into a soda water thing, and I put it in a little gin tonic glass, and chuck some ice in, and some sort of little foliage, and it's bloody delicious. Must, yeah, I was going to say you must have some herbs in there. Yeah, you got to <laughs> chuck a rosemary in there for sure. Rosemary, exactly. What I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. This has God, been good. This has actually been a very, ready. this has been a very productive episode. Yes. Hopefully so. We did hopefully well. Hopefully they get a little bit more out of well. this one than the last one. Mm. I think so. There were like, mm-hmm. th- this was a real conversation. It wasn't just us cackling at each other. Yeah. <laughs> Babbling on about stuff that's not at all applicable to anything. Thanks so much for joining us today. We hope that you got a lot of value out of that. If you found it helpful, chances are your friends will too. So please share this episode with your loved ones. Bye for now. No, but this is good because our podcast is just going to be a lot of a lot of ramblings and a lot of laughter and a lot of helpful information in between. A lot of helpful information in between. Yeah. Yeah. Most of it's going to be ramblings. (laughs) 